Welcome back. You're in the right place. I'm David All. This is Proof of Change, the podcast by Change Gallery. In this third story of our second season, we get to showcase the social impact of video artist Marissa Share. She'll tell us more about her project, Capsules, the Earth Day Collection. This project starts the climate change movement on Change Gallery and benefits the international nonprofit Mercy Corps and their efforts to make a change. Marissa is a change maker. She's the lead graphic artist for Saturday Night Live and a published writer. Marissa knows a thing or two about storytelling and that's what she's here to do. Let's dive into Capsules, the Earth Day Collection with Marissa Share. I'm really excited about these three as a triptych, um, just not only because I feel like they're visually very striking together, um, you know, with, with the color palette and the way that they kind of relate. Um, they incorporate both, you know, Icelandic, so Arctic landscape with Antarctic, you know, the, the other side of the world, um, and then even a sculpture I made from broken glass that I found around um, Brooklyn, which is like one of my favorite uh, smaller sculptures that I've made. Um, And yeah, the first one is called Reykjavik one. And um, it's literally the first piece I made out of my footage um, from Reykjavik. And it uh, has a sculpture with some moss and, you know, uh, lava rock embedded in it. And um, I always, after, in, in Iceland as well, you're not allowed to take anything from the landscape. So I always return, I'm just um, sort of mixing it with water and then I always return it um, to the landscape. So that's really important to me. And again, I'm using the recycled di- dental floss, which is a little gross, but anything I can do, um, I do wash it off. And, um, so that, you know, would just my, my, I took so many walks along the Reykjavik Bay and like Harbor area. Um, and it's just like, it's a, it's a landscape as I already expressed that I connected with so much. Um, and so that first piece is kind of about, um, just connecting to that molten lava rock that it's it's young earth it's considered you know like like some of the freshest earth because it's um coming you know it's it's regenerated by the volcano activity which actually i was there in uh i think it was august or early september of 2021 so um the volcano right near reykjavik was erupting at that time so i got to go see you know, like fresh molten lava, like cooling, which was just, just the coolest thing. And um, it just, I don't know, it was this moment, I do feel a lot of, um, a lot of eco, you know, a a lot of anxiety um, around, you know, what's going on with climate changes, I think, uh, many of us do. And so this moment in Iceland and, and these moments where I'm in these beautiful landscapes, um, I, I just, I feel, I feel a little lighter, if that makes sense. Um, and so just, yeah, like seeing the beginning of Earth and thinking about 
how climate change is happening so fast and it's more in the forefront, you know, nowadays, like there's, there's more buzz around it, even though it's always been happening. And so I, it does feel like this great opportunity for us to regenerate and kind of rethink how we're interacting with our habitats. And so that, that was just something I, I was feeling like these moments of hope there. Um, yeah. And then the second one is Reykjavik three. And so that was, <laughs> that was very personal, you know, and during the pandemic, I did a lot of gardening and I, um, felt specifically connected to these yellow snapdragons. There was like, I, I planted a bunch of snapdragons and only like a couple of the yellow ones like stuck around and they stuck around for like way longer than they should have, you know, like, like way into the fall. And so like, they were just kind of my buddies. And so then when I was traveling, um, post pandemic in Reykjavik, and I definitely like, it was, I think the the Delta strain was going on. It was like a, you know, it was one of the many waves and I was anxious and I just really connected to these. They have these huge yellow snapdragons planted all over the city and they're like a lot bigger and bushier and they just like, they, I don't know if I, I sound a little crazy, but like that, it, I felt like they were my friends. So, so I took a few clippings and I did, um, you know, really jive with them and, uh, you know, freeze them into my spears as I, as I do. And, um, just found that they were like this perfect, um, reflection of, again, the, the pat, the color palette there, which is so specific and so curated in Iceland, which is also a, a really beautiful element of the landscape. Um, and yeah, I, I just think like these connections to nature across the globe, you can be in such a different place um, and whether or not it's the same flower or the same animal, there, there's something about um, that we're all in these spaces and connected to nature um, in, in similar ways and sort of getting back to nature. And, you know, I'm on the screen so much. So just anytime I'm wandering around the city by myself, trying to make art or document, like I'm in my happy place. So, um, and then the final piece I feel like is sort of the, um, the crux. It's like, it's like the epitome of the feeling of coming back from Antarctica um, and sort of, uh, it's very literal. Um, so there's this, there's so many incredible landscapes that one thing we got to see was pancake ice, um, which sometimes happens in colder climates, like even in the U S um, in Chicago, I've heard about there being pancake ice in the water there. Um, but it, it was like, we woke up in the morning and just for miles and miles, there was this, it looked like the land was undulating. It kind of looked like desert or if the moon was made of ice um, and it was really craggy and like, but it looked like you could step in and walk on it, but it just had this like beautiful undulating quality of the ocean. And um, it was so surreal. And I think that, that was so much of Antarctica I was just feeling like, I feel like I'm on another planet and I sort of wish I was, so it was protected from us, <laughs> but you know, it, it is a part of our planet. So it is, um, you know, it, it is affected by everything we do um, on the daily, all of us um, from big corporations to, you know, each of our individual footprints. So I had made this, you know, glass sculpture a while back, you know, from the, the, um, pieces of glass that I found around Brooklyn. And that's a big way that I interact with my Brooklyn 
um, and, or sort of city landscape and day to day and just pairing them together and kind of trying to um, emulate the fear I have around if capitalism is allowed, you know, to full on come to Antarctica. Because here I was, I was, you know, I was on a cruise ship, like there are more expeditions and sort of like tourism down there. Um, and it's something that like, it's wonderful that more people will get to see it and care about it. But at the same time, like, there's, you know, obviously a big question of the footprint and kind of what does that mean? And then the Antarctic Treaty, um, which has been around a while and was renewed in the 80s. Um, you know, like if if that goes away, that's will you know, will allow more pillaging of the Antarctic um, land and resources and all of that. So it's really like about, you know, literally about trash and litter and reusing what we have and um and resources and and kind of pairing that with this like otherworldly landscape that i want to help protect and i want to be protected but you know in reality uh there's a lot we need to do to to get there to get going anywhere we have to know where to start marissa's artwork helps us feel the need to get going, a sense of urgency through empathy. Climate change is one of these big issues that's complex. It's difficult to understand no matter what your vantage point is. And for a change maker like Marissa to leverage her artwork as NFTs, she's able to uplift a cause that she believes is making a real impact. Let's hear from Jeremy Snyder at Mercy Corps to hear more about their work. Thank you for having us. And thank you, Marissa, for uh, not only you know choosing to work with Mercy Corps on this, but for your beautiful art. It's a little tricky to pivot right now to the climate crisis after look, sitting here looking at your three pieces, hearing the background of the story. And they're so inspiring and they're so fundamental at the core of who we are as humans and our connectivity to the earth. Um, so this is kind of a hard pivot from there. Um, but I, God, I love what you're doing here. I've just got back. I just took my five-year-old daughter on a ski trip and trying to like help her understand the importance of nature and how we, you know, interact. And so your, your pieces with your frozen capsules are just beautiful. Um, so thank you for those. Um, so I, I'm Jeremy. Um, I work with Mercy Corps. I've been here for a bit. And I'm really excited to be in this space right now. Um, as Mercy Corps over the last several years has really gone through a transition, a little bit about us. Um, we're an INGO, international nonprofit. We work in about 45 countries right now. And uh, historically pretty traditional humanitarian actor. And over the last several years really pivoted um, our work to be cl- climate-focused, climate-lens, climate-led. Um, as we've seen the scale of global cr- climate crisis just at an unprecedented level, you know, at the most basic level of regions that we work at, the most affected by climate change are communities in fragile conflict affected areas. And they're experiencing climate change at a rate that the rest of the world isn't. Um, the crisis of water, the volatility of weather, unstable food production, the loss of livelihoods. These are real issues that have real immediate consequences. We also know there are challenges that can be tackled, and we see technology like blockchain having a huge role in tackling this. Um, it's partially why we're really excited to, uh, to be here in, the, in this NFT space. 
Change Gallery is bringing together extraordinary change makers like Marissa Cher that cares so much about the earth that wants to make an impact on climate change. And she's connecting the dots to social impact organizations like Mercy Corps that are doing meaningful work on the ground. You've been listening to Proof of Change. I'm David Alm. We just heard the extraordinary story of Marissa Scher about her project, Capsules, the Earth Day Collection. This project starts the climate change movement on Change Gallery, and it benefits the international nonprofit Mercy Corps. Visit change.gallery today and mint to support her cause and shoulder up with Marissa in the fight against climate change.